What's up guys? It's your boy, Radical. Now, my workout plans have been a success. More than 300 plus purchases and many more returning customers. You cannot ask for anything else and people are loving it. The same life-changing and affordable prices still remain. So go to RadicalLatino.com and change your life today. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with the Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads in the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radical than civil. Radical Latino, you're fucking it. The radical point of views, I think his views are actually more dangerous. AKA number 17 on all Latin podcasts, AKA number 24 on all Bronx podcasts, influencer list, and Mr. Unsuable for 80 weeks running. What is going on? I hope everybody's doing great. I hope everybody is enjoying their week and it's going good. But as last week, I had a special guest. This week, I have a special guest too. The one, the only, the lovely, the very controversial, Denise. What's going on, Denise? What's up? What's up? How are you, Rad? I'm 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 just chilling. Thank you for, for, for coming in. Thank you for uh, giving uh, us your, showing us your presence, you know. <laughs> How's everything going with you? Good, good. I mean, I've been MIA for the longest. I mean, you know what's up, but I'll yeah. more on that later on, on my channel when I yeah. come back officially don't worry about it. more on that later remember if anybody wants to go to her channel or and like her takes and stuff like that and to find out a little bit more about her her youtube channel will be down below so definitely uh definitely go subscribe um again i sent this link out to two other people hopefully they'll show up i don't know but um we gotta you know as they always say the show must go on um really quickly um denise Yep. Uh, I saw this in a TV show one time and I, d- I decided to replicate it. Tell me one thing that pisses you off. What makes you so mad that people do? Like one thing. Uh, in general, like it doesn't, it's not targeted. In general. One thing that people do, throw trash on the street. And that pisses me off every time. Really? For sure. That it's like nails on my butt. Like legit. <laughs> I literally hate that with everything. But why? But why? It's so disgusting. I'm like, uh-huh. that's like the poorest form of human expression is just throwing trash in the street. Well, just... uh, what, what, what happens if there's no, uh, you know, trash can? What do you expect them to do? What I, every human being and like myself do, just put it on your back, and then when you find no, the nearest, that's too much work. Can... That's too much work. No, that's too no, much it work. is the not. The street is right there. No, the street that is right is... there. <laughs> the street is right there. <laughs> the world is the. Listen, the world is everybody's recycling bin. So it's all good. That's 
disgusting. That's just gross. That's just disgusting no, in so yeah, many levels. I get it. I get it. It is. But also in the same time, like, we're at war. So what do you Oh, expect? come on. I mean, I, I feel like, look, I think that one thing um, uh-huh. that I might even work on in the future it's like creating this magical electrical hand you know those machines like wrap like the little uh stuffed animals and stuff like a hand like that like oh, every yeah, yeah, time yeah, 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 yeah. every time you throw trash on the street you belong in new york okay you belong <laughs> in new york that hand comes out of nowhere grabs you and throws you in new york city okay <laughs> first of all, first of all, hold up first of all let, let's let's get one thing straight first of all miss california all right california <laughs> right california <laughs> copies a lot of things that new york does so if i were you i show some respect okay all right oh, Out, everybody outside of new york okay let, let me just say one thing everybody outside of new york when it comes to new year's eve you guys tune in to times square you guys Not tune me. in to times square we run y'all all right so oh, stop. I'm sorry, but I mean, I am I am in Puerto Rico right now. If you guys cannot guess it, that's where the cookies are coming from. But let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the first year that we have had um, the whole Times Square BS happen here in Puerto Rico with Daddy Yankee and Rosalind Sanchez. So I am that, so sorry. New York is true. no longer New York. New York no, is that's, just listen, home what, of rats and trash. What, <laughs> what, listen, one thing does not cancel out every other year okay so yeah yeah i can keep that little daddy yankee all right yeah i can keep that daddy yankee is a legend okay daddy yankee daddy yankee is the litter of puerto rico i'm just saying (laughs) that's i just laugh 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 (laughs) you're an asshole let me tell you something daddy yankee is a legend shout out to daddy yankee with his legend daddy uh, last album ever, last tour, whatever. This is the last time we're gonna see Daddy Yankee get on stage, okay? So yeah. shout out to Daddy Yankee on a 30 something year old. And career. also shout out to Daddy Yankee because he predicted the gas prices oh years before. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dali, da- no, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> let me stop, let me stop. <laughs> no, but oh, you know what pisses me off? What, what? pisses me off? Slow drivers. Oh That's my God! Oh, so you have, you have that road rage. I, li- listen, there's a huge sign that gives you the speed. It's 55. Why, in the world, are you going 40? Why? Because because the you speed wanna be... is right there. <laughs> Move you it along, be, okay? You want to be cautious. No, get out of here. First of all, you don't have a car from the 1920s, okay? You have oh a modern God. a modern car. I, I get that your dashboard looks like a Game Boy Color. I get it. Ew. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, it's fifty-five miles an hour. I should not be right behind you when nobody's in front of you and you're going forty miles an hour. And when I literally pass you because I'm looking like this. Just, so like, you harass yeah. them on top of that? I do harass them, and You're I look, and, and they're not even—they're not even distracted. They're just like completely fine, and I'm like, oh hell no! So I beep, and then I just keep on—I I floor, I go boom. I listen. I, when I, see, I definitely cannot drive next to you because I yeah, used to I, race when I was younger. 
and I got into a really bad crash that hindered even my future basketball career. So now I drive like an old lady, like legit an old lady. I don't care how much you honk at me. If you honk at me, I will go at 20 miles per hour. That's Listen. just how it is. Listen, <laughs> Listen. I, 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 got into, I got into an accident too, but that doesn't mean that I'm... Listen, when I see that 55 sign, I said 63. Okay, cool. Let's go. That's how Please. I see it. That's how you I see it. You are just a mean driver. That's your Puerto Rican side because that, that's that's, that's, how, <laughs> that's how that's how, that's how I do it. Like when I see that when I see that sign, like when I see 65, I'm like 74. Got it. All right, oh let's my go. God. You're the type of person. I have a friend. Now that you say that, that he literally went online to look up what's the maximum you can go over the speed limit and he goes at that speed limit like if it's 65 in california yeah. they will give you like a grace amount of miles you can go like over the limit and it's seven miles so he literally goes at 72 miles mm, i'm on my way mm -hmm. move mm -hmm. it's like that ludicrous song move mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, over here over here the grace periods like don't go over 10. Sometimes it's don't go over five, you know, but it's like, don't go over 10. I, I, it's 65. I do 73, 74. Like, oh my God. You're so move bad. it, move it. You know what I mean? Move it. Cool. You're a bad example. Move it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so, oh, real quick guys. Um, Denise does not know the title of this, uh, of this episode. So it's going to be a surprise to her as well. Wow. Uh, so I You're incriminating me. Yeah, I am. I am incriminating you. Uh, <laughs> so really, uh, really quickly, guys, let's get give you some updates. Open Wounds um, is currently still under development. Um, I got the website going. So go down below to officialopenwoundsmovie.com. Check out the updates. Check out what the documentary is going to entail. Part one, two, three, and four. And check out part one there. So officialopenwoundsmovie.com is live so definitely go check it out right now i'm working on on the imdb page i have to get at least up to part three already done for it to be for the imdb page to be official i got some also i'm, I'm talking to people on the side so it, it's 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 coming along good it's coming along good um no uh no no promises but so far uh Somebody contacted me, so when it's done, somebody contacted me, so I could um, pay to submit it to Sundance Film Festival. So hopefully, fingers crossed, if, if it really happens. No. Just don't slap anyone, okay? Don't. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try not. I, I tell. I'll tell my wife. I'm like, listen, all bald headed jokes. No more. You gotta eat that. All right. You gotta eat that. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> take one for the team, okay? Exactly. Take one for the team. Relax. Uh, this is my night, not yours. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, also, uh, I don't. If you guys have not gone to my YouTube channel, definitely go do so. Uh, I put little stories and my takes on it on my YouTube channel. I'm starting to do that every day now. Three, four, five minutes tops, you know, to to let you guys know what my thoughts are on what's going on. Um, things that I'm not going to touch on the podcast. Only if I do, I'm going to give you guys updates on it. But a couple of videos I put out. I put out a Rancho commercial video. And I put out a Kim 123 video. So definitely go check those out. You know what I'm saying? 
and I would read comments for the for last episode, but I'll save that for next week. You know, so if you guys want your comments read, go down below, write your comments there. Now, also, really, uh, really quickly, uh, no, actually, no, that's basically it. So, um, let's uh, talk real quick about a couple of updates with the whole Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> I am sorry for the dots in the background. No, no, I'm no. in El Campo, okay? <laughs> Don't worry about it. But really quickly, uh, what are your thoughts on, on, on the whole slapping thing? Uh, look, I said it from, like, the get-go. Um, to me, this was, like, the worst expression, like, somebody that's first in the comedy world. Because, okay, not saying that I will ever expect that. Okay, this dog is going insane. But anyway, not that I'm expecting any actor to go at, you know, any situation in that way. But you have these two individuals that are well known. You have a guy that's like 350 million. That's his net worth. You know, fully like dressed in the best way. That's literally like their works party. Like imagine when our jobs have like the Christmas party when everybody dresses up and you know takes like a nice shower, put out like their best, and then you go over there and slap someone. You ruin the night for everybody. You create a horrible image about men out there, and you guys know that there's like a war of masculinity right now. And then on top of that, as if that wasn't enough, you start shouting like you're in the ghetto. And then you do it to a guy that, thank God, had the composure to deal with this with grace. You know, and it's it sucks because I used to be such a great, big fan of Will Smith in the past. And it's so crazy that you see this man trash a 30-year-old 30 30 legacy just for a woman that doesn't even respect him. You know, and it's like I've been saying for a while now. I think we should be entitled to the man, Mike Lowry, instead of this Will Smith we're seeing, okay? That's all I'm going to say for now, but that's that's my take on it. It was shameful. I think the dogs agree. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a couple of uh, updates real quick. Um, if Will Smith wanted... Um, People not to make fun of his wife, uh, he completely failed um, at this. Uh, as as every, everybody knows about the Streisand effect, you know, people don't know this really quickly. Uh, whenever somebody wants to stop something in, in the internet and people get wind of it, the more is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? For example, if certain fat people want to stop fat shaming and they complain about it and they go online about it guess what more people are going to start fat shaming of course you know now look there's not a comedian on earth right now that will not make endless jokes about will smith like if his intention was to have people stop making jokes about him now he did the complete opposite okay like legit, now we have an excuse to make jokes about that slap, about Will Smith, about everything. Okay, it, it's just, it, it's like, 
how much and the fact that a lot of stuff keeps resurfacing after the fact like for example the angle of oh like we're gonna talk footage. about that we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that, we're gonna talk about that. first of all let's let's go one by one first of all countless comedians have, have said their their they take bill burr um you know comedians and stuff if anybody doesn't know who andrew schultz is i want to uh, you guys the uh, i'm gonna give you guys a small introduction to who andrew schultz is in his podcast flagrant two he actually gave a the first five minutes of his podcast and the reason why i believe he's dressed like this is just in case <laughs> will smith feels some type of way but this is the first five minutes of the opening of his podcast and i'm just gonna stay shut and i'm gonna let him talk really quickly so check this out after the vicious attacks on chris rock last night we think it's only right here at the flagrant food podcast to defend the comics honor to tell jokes here we go if you didn't see the oscars chris rock got himself in a hairy situation he shined a light on female alopecia while Jada's head shined a light on everything else. <laughs> Chris was making fun of Jada's balding, but seriously, how is Will supposed to get turned on if she has a woman's haircut? Now, I'm not <laughs> saying that he's gay. Wow. He likes women, specifically ones that swim for pens. Holy shit. All I'm saying Jeez. is last <laughs> night wasn't the first time Will fondled another man to make Jada happy. Okay. okay. And Will's chill. hand that struck Chris Rock was actually a metaphor for his relationship with Jada. Open when he wanted it to be closed. Gosh. But let's be honest. Last night, Will Smith looked like he was from the streets of Philadelphia. And Jada looked like she was from the movie. Now, <laughs> after all that drama, Will Smith still took home an Oscar. I'm talking about the award, not a Mexican guy to fuck his wife while he watched in the oh corner. Oh, okay. You got to chill. Now, to clarify, Will won the Oscar for Best Actor. People were saying it was for the Lifetime Achievement Award. And no, that's not it. That Oscar goes to the plumber that unclogged Jada's shower drain. <laughs> now, Oh now, I am tired of people not giving Jada enough credit, okay? It was actually Jada that helped Will get in character for King Richard. Because when she gives blowjobs, her head looks like a bouncing tennis ball. Give it up to Will, okay? Give it up to Will Smith. He is the only person to be recognized by the Motion Picture Academy and the Citizen app on the same night. <laughs> and to everyone... Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's so bad. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop it there. I'm gonna stop it there. I'm gonna stop it there. This is what happens when you want the world to stop. You know, putting their eyes on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This yeah, is, you, this you, is you, what happens. Um, I, ha I had a couple of jokes myself, and it's probably it's probably extremely bad, not professional like his. You know what I'm saying? Radical now as a comedian. No, no I am not no comedian. Tr trust me. The only thing I was gonna say is that you know uh, there's a resemblance between the Oscars and Jada. You know, but outside of being the, having the ball head, you know what I'm saying? Oh uh, my at god! Least, at least one of these things 
Will's a Will appreciates. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> that's the only thing oh I was gonna Lord. say. But but that, that's it. That's it. That's my little thing. Look, I'm gonna but, tell you something. Uh, the fact that people don't comprehend, because I've seen people arguing that he was entitled to slap that man. I'm gonna tell you something. He wasn't entitled to slap that man because you can tell that Chris Rock did not did that in a malicious way with a malicious intent because if you really want to make a joke to embarrass Jada and Will you have more material than that alopecia is the mildest and the most innocent joke you can make in the night listen let's be 100% real nobody's dying from alopecia let's keep oh, it real she could, she could address this look this is the thing Alopecia has solutions. One of them is hair transplants. Exactly. Hair plugs. Okay. Wait. Like legit. You have people that literally do like the hair transplants and literally in six months they get the problem solved. She chose to shave her head. Yeah, exactly. And she, she decided alopecia didn't make her have a bald head. She chose to shave it. She yeah. chose to, sh uh, to shave it. So let's. Let's keep it real. Like the, the and first of all, that Gian Jane joke was completely mild. It wasn't even warranted. You know what? You know what would have been way better? What? If Will Smith got up on the on the stage, grabbed Chris Rock behind the neck, pushed him to the front, and goes like, "That's funny." Tell her, uh, tell her you're sorry, and that's it. Oh my God. And no. that would and that would have been kind of like a like a not like a punk move, but like a like a hey yo, you know, let me check you real quick. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. It doesn't. It it didn't need it to be checked. Like in my opinion, if look, well, I'm just saying. I'm, it, I'm gonna ask would... you something. Okay. If if Mike Tyson was the one doing the joke, do you think Will Smith would have gone up there and slapped him? No why i don't think so because mike tyson is a threatening figure mm. his, his hand skills is is, is not going to be played played with even even to this to this day even That's... in his his age uh a slap first of all a, the rounding of the shoulders when he's about to slap chris rock mm -hmm. mike tyson would have been saw that of course the contempt he, in his eyes he would have been saw that you know him walking to on stage he will smith walked there uh, uh, up there with a purpose i before i even heard about the slap i saw the walking i already magically knew oh okay my man's gonna do something you know what i'm saying mike yeah. tyson would have been so that um secondly mike tyson doesn't care about his image <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He doesn't <laughs> care about his image. He would have yelled back at him when he was like, oh, get my wife uh, out of your effing mouth. He would have never went to yelling. I believe if, if he would have done that to Mike Tyson, it would have never even gotten to yelling. He would have tried, tried to slap him. He would have dodged and weave and boop, boop, boop. That's it. It would have been over. <laughs> it would have been over. Not, oh my, my god that, that's what i that's what i believe the, the what my thing is the reason why i feel like he was able to do that to chris rock is one i feel like he doesn't respect him two it had this had nothing to do with the joke i'm just gonna keep it real 
I believe this has a lot to do with the constant negative um, feedback that Will Smith is hearing about his family. And the constant, constant negative feedback that he sees that nobody's respecting and his wife doesn't respect. You know, constantly talking about a dead dude like Tupac. Yeah, even you know, Willow, uh, it's making letters. To it's Tupac. exactly wishing, wishing you like Tupac, you could come back to make my mom happy. Listen, what is the reason why this marriage is still around is beyond me. I have no idea why. I, I, I literally that that's couple goals, and I'm gonna explain why. Couple because goals? they oh, no no, no hold on hold on hold okay, on hold on right. couple goals because that's the true meaning. But they are the the. I'm gonna say not their lifestyle fuck that i will never i don't know I'm, i'm too much of a lady to even sleep around on my husband so one thing i would say is when i mean couple goals i just think like they if if through thick and thin would have been a person it would have been dismissed okay that's what i mean couple goals not that they are an example you gotta, you gotta break i'm just that saying down. it's like you gotta break that down i have no idea what you're talking about oh my god for example you know you know that every couple has like a breaking point yeah you know that every couple has like every person in a relationship has like deal breakers and stuff yeah of course yeah. right so literally these two people you have one person that all of his deal breakers have been literally broken which is will by this nasty woman that keeps sleeping around her husband, shaming him every, everywhere he goes. Everybody knows about this stuff. And then they're still together. You know, it's like literally, uh, um, that, that's what I mean. Disagree. I'm gonna have to disagree. I don't think this has to do nothing with a couple goals because le, le, I'm, I'm gonna ask you something. And this is the reason why I'm asking you. Do you think they're a real couple? No, I don't think they're a real couple. That's what I'm saying. It's not probably I word it in the in the wrong way. I think you what did. I mean by couple, let's just say instead of couple goals, let's say uh, arrangement goals. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, Th that's different. Okay, and then that's an arrangement. You, now you understand me better. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. an arrangement goal. Like I'm gonna stick to this arrangement mm -hmm. no matter what. You know, like if you're ever because there's okay. I cannot pretend that every couple is like your wife and you or like Justin and me and stuff like that. Like, of course, everybody's different, yeah. but there's a lot of couples out there that are just together in an arrangement. This is an example. Another example that I like uh, to see is uh, Conor McGregor and his fiance, Dee Devlin. That dude has done the craziest stuff on earth and she's still by him with a smile. I'm like, that's an arrangement. Mm. That's an arrangement goal. Oh, let's keep it real. There's a lot of people that don't qualify for a, a conventional marriage. There's a lot of people that don't qualify for a real relationship. They might qualify just for an arrangement, but that's what this means are. Mm. You know, if you believe in you're, you're, couple goals, you're, but you're becoming robotic. You're becoming robotic. Say, say that one more time. Oh, can you hear me better? No, you're, you're still robotic. I'm still robotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I 
don't know. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Is it better? Yeah, it's better. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't mean it as a, as an example. What I mean, it's like that, you know, it's an arrangement gone wrong, but still, they're still sticking it out. Like at least Will is, is sticking it out till the end. My thing is, if you're going to have an arrangement, don't put your public business out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's an, it's an arrangement. You play yeah. your part and you get your stuff. I play my part and I get my stuff. Now, there's been rumors. Is is Will Smith? Do you think Will Smith is LGBT? Um, no. Mm. No, I think he's more. I think more emasculated by this woman, but I don't think he is from the alphabet community. He doesn't strike as that. He's just mm. look. I I think he he carries a lot of guilt. Uh, you know, he grew up, he has said it many times, he grew up in a, in a household where there was like a lot of physical abuse towards his mother. So we know for a fact, like if, if there's women like myself that, you know, were raised in an environment that pushes more to the masculine side, there has to be by logic, feminine man, he's a feminine man. It doesn't mean he is gay, mm. you know? So of course, every time that he, instead of him trying to because i don't know if you remember there was like a red table talk in the past when he was there talking about how he got with jada and how she started cursing at him and he pulled her to the side and said like if this continues i can't be with you because i went through this with my dad and my mom so basically nah. that should tell you a little bit about the dynamic that goes down in that relationship you know this man really feels guilty about exerting his masculinity in this relationship Oh, I do this all because he don't want to be like his dad. I, I do this all the time with my wifey. Oh I my saw, god! I swear to God, she steps. Ah. Sometimes she be stepping out of line. I I be like, I'm like. Oh my god! I highly doubt that. But I mean, but you know, I mean, let's just keep it real. You know, uh -huh. in our communities, all of you know, African American, Latino, and in a lot of other communities as well, we have all this uh, undertone of sassiness. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah. we do it more covert and stuff like that. And, and a lot of Latino men laugh it off. But in all honesty, I, I've never seen it like I see it in Americans. So blatantly and disrespectful, you know, and, and it's, it, I'm not saying everyone. So don't get triggered if you're not like this. I'm talking about when we see it. Yeah then it's blatant and disrespectful, you know? And mm -hmm. it's gonna happen eventually in Latin it, America as well. Yeah, of course. Um, and I do you know? see it, I do see it happening. Yeah, it's already, it's already happening. I've seen yeah. women here, even in Puerto Rico, throwing rocks at a man, you know? It's, it, when you see this type of stuff, it's blatant and disrespectful. Well, you, you gotta understand something, um, even though certain people might say, what are you talking about feminism? Feminism is bad, but in Latin America, there should be a form of feminism because there's a lot of femicide that's going on. Women are getting disrespected. So women are getting to the point where like they're tired of it. And they're like, hey, yo, why am I going to get disrespected and you're going to get certain? You know what I'm saying? I, like, I agree, but disagree with you at the same time. Okay, go ahead. What, what you disagree with me about? Look, um, oh my God. I didn't want it to get here. Come on, Rob. Yeah, just anyway. go ahead. Go ahead. Just say what you uh, Look. I don't think that we even understood feminism before it was introduced to us. I think 
There was True. less abuse. There was less abuse in Latin America, less femicides before we heard of Doña Barbara. Let's just call it what it is, you That's know. True. And then with the introduction of telenovelas, which usually portrays a guy that's like dismissal of a girl that falls in love with him and she's so innocent, she doesn't do anything wrong, but he's cheating on her and he's with the bad bee and all this stuff. And, you know, he wants to go around, sleep around with other women until at the end, in the last chapter, he realizes that she is the one. You know, we've seen this play out time after time after time. If you think that, for example, like I've heard many um, black and, and white men in America say the Latinas tend to be more feminine, that it's a misconception. We tend to stay more. Okay. We don't tend to divorce as much. We don't believe in divorce like that because it's frowned upon. Let's just call it what it is. However, feminism was introduced to us the same way it was introduced to Americans. It's just that we tend to stay, like I said. Mm -hmm. But with that introduced into our communities, also the feminization of men was introduced to our community, which makes for men that are more easily triggered, more violent, more responsive to stupidity, more reactive to words. And that's when abuse was introduced. That's my take on that. Mm. And that's what we're seeing all these crazy reactions. And it's crazy because till this day, you know, we've seen it even with Hispano tabs and slow tabs and all the tabs, you know, how they're even more greatly affected by this stuff. And it's going to get just worse. You know, it, it's going to, I believe femicide is going to escalate to large numbers in Latin America. Women are gonna get even more masculine as a response. And then men are gonna get even more feminine until masculinity is gonna start dying in Latin America. That's mm. what it's going to be. Mm. I, I I know we just took a turn. <laughs> I know. Literally, we literally just took a turn, but, but, it's, uh, but it's all good. But what I wanna just uh, go back to the, um, I do Will agree Smith. with you. I do agree with you. And, and let's go back to the whole Will Smith thing. So. One, uh, one of the things is there's no jail time. So, uh, um, you know, Chris Rock decided not to press charges. Okay, cool. Um, one thing that I, I think we did talk about is, you know, how bad his marriage is. Um, I, I remember seeing a um, documentary talking about Will Smith's life. He literally, in that documentary, it was maybe like close to two hours. He spoke about... It started rap, Philadelphia, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. His uh, his show, his cast members, his kids. He literally talk about, talked about everyone except for Jada. He mentioned everybody. He even had close communications with people that they were interviewing. Everyone except for Jada. And I found it just kind of weird where I was like, why is everybody here except for Jada? And it goes on to the whole, people pretty much know how bad the marriage is. Yeah, you but he I'm doesn't want to be wrong. He doesn't want to be wrong. That's true. You know, he doesn't want to be wrong because we have to go to the, the initial steps of how that relationship was formed. Remember, he comes from a marriage where he was happy. He thought he was happy, he had a child. And then he met this lady on set. And then he's like, well, he goes back to his wife and he feels guilty. So he goes back to her and tells her, well, I thought 
fell in love with this other lady, so I must not love you. They divorce, and then he gets with Jada. So he doesn't want to be wrong. And because he doesn't want to be wrong in this, and he doesn't want to hurt probably Jada's feelings and whatnot, um, then he stayed there. And it's sad because, like I said, it, it's it's seeing a man that built his empire, uh, you know, an actor of the caliber of Will Smith, you know, not every actor. There's a lot of, I think only 5% of actors ever win an Oscar or are nominated to an Oscar. That should tell you the caliber of an actor that he is. And seeing him in such a small figure because of a woman that doesn't even pay him with the respect that any man deserves. Mm -hmm. That it's almost heartbreaking. I would have I would have been taken to the curb. Yeah, of course. She's for the streets. You know, it's been, like like Future says, let the yeah, street cover her top. I, I would have listen, the first disrespectful thing, I check her and she continues on doing it, I'm done. Peace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um so so I found it very interesting that, you know, when things happen, right, people tend to shift it into the whole race type of thing, right? Oh, as usual. As usual. <laughs> I, real, before I get into this, real quick, um, Denise, this slap, the joke, everything, it, does anything like this have to do with race? Absolutely not. I mean, yes and no. No, I say no. I say hell no. Yes I say, and no. I say it has nothing to do with race. Because, go ahead, yes go ahead, and go ahead. no. Yes and no. Yes and okay. no. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to express why. It doesn't have to do with race. He didn't slap him because he is a black man. But then he did slap him because he's a black man. Okay. Because if you would have put, let's say, Adam Sandler in there, he wouldn't have slapped Adam Sandler. Mm, okay. Okay, let's just keep it real. The dogs yes. agree with you. The dogs agree with you. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, of course. He's it's like going crazy. But yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. It's no, really the dogs hard. agree with you. They were like, they were like, hell no, Adam would have never got slapped. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, uh, you have to understand that what we're seeing right now is unprecedented. You know, yeah. and it goes to show. When people keep talking about um, black men and the manosphere, especially in the black sector, has been created. The amount of disrespect that black men today have to get in America in order to do what every other race of men does. Mm. Okay, so it does have to do with race completely, in my mm. opinion. It doesn't, he didn't slap him because he's a black man, but he did felt that he could do it because mm. it was black men. We got to the point where it's okay for the Academy Awards to allow a man to receive an award even though he slapped a black man on national TV. Let's just keep it real. I, I, I see I see your I see your point. I see your point when you say uh, you know, he felt comfortable slapping another black person instead of a white I see that point, but for example, things like things like well will smith defended a black woman because history of hair in black women have been used as a staple to 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 offend black women and all this other stuff i'm like i think y'all going too deep into this yeah the mental gymnastics yeah going too deep into this uh, i i seen another one 
where uh, they, first of all, when I gave my take on it initially, somebody wrote, "This is part of the black community. Stay out of this." What? Yeah. It, it, what? No. <laughs> shut up. That's had nothing to do with the black community. This has to me. I have. I see your point. I see it like one percent. I'm gonna keep it real. I see your point. Yeah, I agree with it. But one percent to me has nothing to do with it. Well, Literally to me it does. Nothing. To me yeah. it does and it doesn't. And yeah. it, but it's just that part, you know, because yeah, I think course. it stems more from like my upset comes more from the response the Academy Awards had. You know, like I said, if it was well, Jim Carrey, we're gonna talk about the response of the Academy. Well, the Academy has because we're, we're gonna read it. We're gonna read it. Of course. Uh, I, I got some. I got some update. Uh, newsflash update. Uh, but really quickly, um, one thing that I found interesting: how other people take this about race. Suspected racists also did the same. So I'm gonna be showing a tweet somebody went on, and so you know, so happily went on to share. So they said. Remember when leftists and anti-whites were spewing Oscar so white? Well, here's your effing black Oscar ceremony that you wanted so bad. Going exactly how everyone with a brain expected it would go. Oscar so black. So they basically are saying that if you put black folks in a room or in any, any ceremony, they won't know how to act. Right. That that's that's just yeah. retarded because the violence is going to you know uh, automatically uh, you know happen when you have black folks into it, right? So I quoted the tweet and I said, and just like that, suspect racists take a small incident like this and spin it into the whole black community. Oscar so black, shake my head. How about school shooters so white? Yeah, and 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 let me tell you. There's two takes that I can take from this. And yes, the first one, the first one would be if, okay, if you are going to blame the black community and and because Chris Rock did not express any form of violence towards Will Smith, neither started or as a response. So that alone tells you that they're putting the whole representation of the black community on will smith's shoulders mm -hmm. so if we're going to blame the whole black community and we're going to make will smith the representative of all black people then you should also give the black community props and stop calling them uh all the stuff that you're calling them and then recognize that they're also rich people the richest people in america because Will Smith is one of the most notorious actors to be one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood right now. Mm. So if you're going to start blaming or broad brushing a whole community onto one person, then you also have to put the positive in there as well. Mm. Uh, then black men are overprotective of their women. Then black men are rich. Then black men are, you know, because the list goes on and on and on and on, you yeah. know? They're very yeah. talented, they're creative, you know, they are the top of the top, the creme de la creme. Now, are they going to say those things also about black men? No. Oh, then you cannot blame Will Smith and, yeah. and put the whole community on his shoulders. Exactly, exactly. Second yeah. of all, 
Second of all, you also have Chris Rock responding in the most graceful way possible in the world. That we wish even Ukrainians and Russians responded the same way to violence on national TV. How about we talk about that? You see how it never, it doesn't matter how you slice it. Racist people are just going to be racist because they want to find an excuse to be racist. Yeah, yeah. It's just what uh, it is. Yeah, and when I saw when I saw this, you know, um, automatically, you know, uh, this person hits me up, calling me, you know, all type of LGBT lover and, you know, leftist this, leftist that. When he goes to my my page, then he goes and says I'm a Marxist, which doesn't make any type of sense. I, I don't know what a Marxist is, um, and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? So obviously this individual got triggered because you know I point I pointed the mirror back at him. You know what I'm saying? So this 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 is one thing that I I find very interesting. Whenever something happens within Black folks. Uh, races have to come out of the woodworks and now um, spin it into a negative type of situation. You know what I'm saying? And this this is going to follow my next point right now. Um, uh, let me take this off the screen. It's going to follow my next point right now. Um, this is not a a is it's a statement. It's not a order or anything, but. The way I see this is black and Latino people, we don't have the privilege to do the same things that white people do. We don't have the privilege to do that. Let's be completely honest. If this situation was between two white people and they did that, best believe a whole situation would have came out of it. The same thing, you know, oh my God, this and this and this. But let's be honest. Let's be 100% honest that whatever the outcome was it probably would have been a slap on the wrist if oh, yeah, it would have sure. if it would have been two white individuals right i guarantee you it would have been a slap on the wrist now this this is my take we don't have the privilege to do the same thing that white folks do this is the reason why there's black gatekeepers that's the reason why there's latino gatekeepers you know what i'm saying this is the reason why there's certain people in certain positions who are not the majority, but there's certain gatekeepers there. Why? Is because there's just a few that were allowed in. Will Smith is, let's be honest, he is the good Negro to these white folks. He's the good one. He's the good black person that you could bring around that everybody will like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That night, they were like, oh my God. They were shocked. They were shocked. And this is <laughs> and this is something this is something that I I saw for myself. We, the dogs didn't even agree with me. Oh my god. They, they were like they were like, yo, speak radical. Woo, speak radical. Um now so I saw this for myself. Um two days ago, two or three days ago, I called a proof teacher because I needed to vent. Um, he's the closest person that I probably know who is race racially conscious, um, who will probably you know steer me in the right direction. Um, for people who might not know, I have a a location at a mall where you know basically I got my own little business at a mall and it's doing pretty well. 
I ended up uh, really casually chatting with uh, the mall owner um, and his accountant at the at the lounge, and in front of all three of us, there was a newspaper where it stated, you know, the whole front page, Will Smith, you know, and the first thing he told tells me is what do you think about this which i already know is white people speak for i want to test you hopefully me and you have the same same mentality right um he was like what do you think about this and i was like oh i didn't know too much about it let me read it wow that's crazy acting stupid right which i always do and he goes yeah i thought he was the good ones he was one of the good ones that's what his response was i thought he was one of the good ones that's insane when he said that i take it back and go oh you mean like an actor right so Mm -hmm. again i'm I'm acting stupid and he goes no i don't mean and he just goes like no i don't mean like an actor just just like uh as as a person i thought he was just a good person so he he again he tiptoes you know what i'm saying and then i decided to to just uh you know say a couple of like you know little jokes or whatever to ease the tension and then i just i just left right and when i left i was like that was a test and i felt very uncomfortable with that to the point where i uh i ended up leaving and left my wife he didn't take care of the the place by herself but i was like that was a test and I, I, I see I see that white folks always like to test you whenever they're around, whenever they're in positions of power to see where you're at. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they will always like to test you. And when I saw that, I, I felt very, very uncomfortable. And that, to me, tells me that he's a suspected racist. You know, he's probably a, a, in the closet racist, right? Or, or, or in the group of people that believe that black and brown folks have to be almost near perfect in order for them yeah. to live in the same America. Because yeah. it, this is the problem. It's like as if people that are non-white are not allowed to have mental breakdowns. But then Christian yeah. Bale can beat up people. Uh, you know, Russell Crowe can actually beat someone because he argued with his wife because he thought his wife was cheating on him. You know, there's a lot yeah. of things we can bring up where and, violence and this, has and, taken and over Baldwin, an actor. And Baldwin could shoot somebody. Like, come on now. Yeah, like a freaking moron. And, and then yeah. I'm like, you know, Will Smith, by the way, was a great example of how to properly handle a gun in the past. People use him as an example to teach Alec Baldwin, but then all of a sudden now he has a mental issue because he's having a mental breakdown and because he has no control over his home and then all of a sudden he's like this demon apocalyptic crazy yeah. maniac you know that's exactly. gonna bring down comedy for all time so I'm like exactly now now there's a there's a new angle when it comes to this whole thing of jada pinkett smith apparently laughing when um will smith hits uh you know hits Chris Rock uh what what are your thoughts on that well I mean uh that footage show what we all knew uh you know that Sunday when that happened you know that that video show exactly what we all knew happened which was she because he initially laughed at uh the joke I don't know if you had the chance to see it in slow-mo 
Uh, he, oh my God, just just watch it in slow motion and you see that he initially laughs at the joke, not ecstatic about it, but he still laughs, you know, he, he's able to absorb the joke, you know, yeah. being a little bit more assertive. And then he looks at Jada. Everybody was laughing at the joke except Jada. She rolls her eyes, she looks at her man and, you know, unleashes her pit bull. Mm. You know, and yeah. and that's when he feels like he has to make the world love Jada, even though none of us like Jada, because we've seen how much disrespect this man has taken. We have not seen. Look at Jada's reaction. Wow. Yeah, she, she's happy wow. that he embarrassed himself publicly. Wow. Wow, you know? wow, wow. And yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Wow. And, and there's also, there's a... There's a video of her talking about, you know, being okay with uh, with her bald head. Yeah, you know it, it, and, and you know what's insane? I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. The fact that this man has to, every time that he is shining, he has to make her feel okay. Okay, yeah. it's like when, I don't know if you remember the Chris... Rock precisely made a joke about you know Jada not being invited to the Oscars. She's just like a plus one and stuff. And I'm like, this lady is like a second tier actor. I'm not saying she's hasn't had like you know good participations in certain films, but let's just keep it yeah. real. She's not like a top tier creme de la creme actress or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, she she wouldn't be even relevant. We wouldn't even know about this lady if it wasn't for Will Smith. So. The fact that he has to all the time try to show her off to people when like almost as as if he feels guilty that he succeeded a little bit more than her and he's a little bit more talented than her and you know we saw it with the red carpet whole showing off thing that he did years ago and then you know now when he's always like bringing her along and then now with the whole let me slap and make slap chris rock and make the night about her when it's about to be about him getting finally his freaking Oscar, just like it happened to Leo DiCaprio. His Oscar was in the back burner. Meanwhile, everybody was talking about Jada, and then he gets to go home and, and loses his spot at the Academy Awards forever because he resigned being, you know, being part of that of that whole spot. But then mm -hmm. she comes out with a freaking uh, Instagram post about it's, it's the season of healing and I'm here for it. She comes out like this, as this savior that's all for peace and equality and, and all this nonsense. And, you know, she saves face for herself. Meanwhile, trashing and, and literally making this man be so like nothing. She's literally chugging yeah. on him like a slurpee. And, and I'm like, when is it going to end? When? I'm gonna start something. If you agree with what I'm saying, put a hashtag that says hashtag free Will Smith. Let's just start <laughs> this friend, man. This man, just like free Britney, free yeah. Will Smith, okay? Like, let's just keep it real. When is this man going, is going to continue to chisel out parts of himself in order to build this Build-A-Bear that's called Jada Pinkett? Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. when is it gonna stop? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Who likes to do? <laughs> so I had to learn to get the courage to just go, nah, I'm not doing that. Which is why I feel the freedom today. I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine. Because guess what? I love it.
like to give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine, because guess what? I love it. Okay. So when is she lying? Uh, when Chris Rock was making the joke or uh, in this video? <laughs> come on now. <laughs> come on now. And and now there's no there's there's new um there's new um 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 you know there's new things that came out, there's new development came came out. Um it Heartbroken Will Smith resigns from Academy ahead of decision on his future after Oscar slap of Chris Rock. Yeah, I'm telling so. you, this man keeps on losing and losing. It says, two days after the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science Board of Governors initiated a self-described disciplinary proceedings against Will Smith over his slap of Chris Rock at Sunday's Oscars. The heartbroken King Richard Best Actor winner today has preempted the harsh harshest punishment that he could have received and left the organization voluntarily. Reaction to Oscar slap, deadlines, full coverage. Sources said Smith was told by the Academy that he likely could be expelled for a decade or more. That possibility prompted Smith, who has been an AMPAS member since 2001, to jump today before he was pushed in hopes of defusing the situation. You see what wow. I'm telling you? Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. His legacy is being taken. It's yeah. been taken from him. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, chance to stay. Okay. Uh, sometimes. Uh, Ava DuVernay, 15 days. I'm not gonna even. But, okay. Uh, wait. Re let's do this this part, and then I think we, I think we should be fine. Right. Right here. You want me to read it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so right here. Okay. It says, while expulsion was on the table under the Oscars organizers' rules, taking away Smith's Oscar never was. Also, sources close to events tell us that the traditional invite of the previous year's Best Actor winner to hand out the Best Actress Award have become a non-starter for Smith for the 95th Academy Awards. Now, all that looks to be anticlimactic. Hollywood reacts to the Oscar slap, blah, 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 blah. It says... We have received Mr. Will Smith's immediate resignation from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Art and Science, AMPAS, President David Robin said in a statement Friday. We will continue to move forward with our disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy's standards of conduct in advance of our next scheduled board meeting in April 18. Smith's exit from AMPAS also comes as further controversy swirls about how and even if Smith really was asked to exit the Dolby Theater on March 27 after striking and screaming at rocks on live TV for a crack about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair. As Academy Brass admitted that they only spoke to Smith's PR reps and not the actor directly, producer Will Parker was on Good Morning, Good Morning America this morning claiming that Rock was the one who made the call to let Smith stay, a claim that has been strongly refused by some close to the comic. Wow. This is wild. This is wild. And it goes to show what you just said, his legacy is at stake and pretty much over a woman. Over a woman. And um, I yep. can't seem to understand why he is so 
scared to put his foot down. He has he has his own legacy, right? She doesn't. She's let's be honest. She's not even the B, but she's a C level actor actress. Let's be completely yeah. honest. She doesn't pull in box office. He does. So I don't this this tells me that he doesn't value his own you know he doesn't value what he brings to the table you know and ha having her know that you know what i'm saying it, it just it um it's very sad it's it's, it's very very sad i think that's but... what i've used thoughts what happened I think that's just what abuse does to people. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I can hear you. Yeah, that, that, that's just what abuse does to people. You know, the, it comes to a point yeah. where I think um, you have to be so many things for someone. And if you don't catch yourself and analyze why am I acting this way? Is so it something that I actually, you know, have to do or I have to be this person in order to satisfy my significant other? And then just cut off all ties with that person you know because if you have to be toxic to others and violent to the point where you have all these breakdowns in the public eye just to make your wife happy that's not where that's not where yeah. love is i am so sorry yeah. or at least respect forget yeah. about love at least respect exactly now moving on to i know this is really long there's a lot of moving parts now moving on to our next topic, California voted for get who will get reparations. Now there was an article that I um, ran into that I posted on my website, radicallatino.com. Posted it on my website right here. Um, it basically says California Task Force reparations for direct descendants of enslaved people, and I put um, FBA takes a win, right? And it pretty much breaks down of a 504 favorite decision of eligibility who will get reparations and is based on lineage that that's what the the uh the vote came down towards and it's going to be a lineage based type of thing and this only happened in california and i believe they're going to have another um you know talk on how much they're going to be getting it says the task force is um expected to release reparations proposal on june 2023 with a recommendations for the legislators so um a lot of people are 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 completely you know uh okay with this and they're and they're celebrating rightfully so um and people are talking about how should they get these reparations and in my um in my opinion they should be getting it in cash and also parts of land and maybe free education in a combination combination of those those things um denise what are, what are your thoughts on this oh my god i have so much problems with this you know radical how i feel about this whole thing but um i i think this I mean, I could be being negative. This is just my opinion, of course. You do you, you, you want to read it? Do you want to read it? I think. Or, or do you want to just give your take? 
It's it's up to you. You want me to read it for the people watching? Uh, yeah, if you if you want, um, re if you uh read the, this part and then I'll read I'll read towards the end. Okay, no problem. So it says after more than six hours of debate, Tuesday's California's Reparation Task Force voted that only Black Californians who can prove a direct lineage to enslaved ancestors will be eligible for the statewide and first-in-the-nation initiative to address the harms and enduring legacy of slavery. The nine-member task force voted five to four in favor of defining eligibility for reparations based on lineage determined by an individual being an African-American descendant of a shadow enslaved person or the descendant of a free black person living in the U.S. prior to the end of the 19th century, the motion read. An earlier amendment to the motion pushed for a broader definition of eligibility, I'm sorry, that will have included all 2.6 million African Americans in California with special consideration for those with direct lineage to enslaved persons. That amendment failed. Two years ago, Governor Gavin Newsom signed legislation giving quote-unquote special consideration to Black Americans who are direct descendants to enslaved people. Authored by former Assembly, Assembly member, I'm sorry, Shirley Weber, now the California Secretary of State, the bill also established a two-year reparations task force to study and develop a plan on what reparations may look like. The task force is expected to release a reparations proposal in June 2023 with recommendations for the legislator. While the scope of reparations will be determined in the coming months, many task force members said they expect cash payments to be one, one part of the proposal as well as a former apology. The task force said this eligibility determination will help economists task with quantifying the amount of reparations owed. This vote establishes that going forward, only those black Californians who are able to trace their lineage back to enslaved ancestors will be eligible for the state's reparations. You want to continue, Rat? Uh, no, go, go ahead. I'll do, I'll do the bottom. Okay. Other black Californians, such as black immigrants, will not be eligible. Camilla Moore, task force chairperson, said that not going with a lineage-based approach will aggravate the victims of slavery. Others like Los Angeles-based civil rights lawyer Lisa Holder argued against a strict lineage approach, saying, quote unquote, we must make sure we include present day and future harms, Holder said. Quote, quote unquote, the system that folks are advocating for here where we splice things up, where only one small slice benefits, will not abate the harms of racism. And um, I'm gonna just read the last part right here. Um, I added uh, filmmaker, activist, and author Tariq Nasheed coined the term FBA um, Foundation of Black Americans has been in very vocal and grassroots areas of the internet about who should get reparations and why a lineage-based model is the most important part of this discussion. In a few months, we've seen FBA become much more prominent speaking force online and this vote proves FBA could be effective offline. This is a good first step for other um, immigrant immigra immigration. Sorry, I should have put immigrant immigrant groups to fight for reparations from um, from their I meant to put there from their countries like Spain, Britain, and Europe. Not only internationally but federally, this could push a political discussion on a presidential debate and could curve a political landfill 
for votes, cash reparations with a combination of land ownership and free college education services should be a part of the reparation conversation. Now I'm going to bring it back to us. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Oh my God. My thoughts are uh, endless. Okay. Okay. Go, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so look, oh my God. I'm going to say in my opinion, like I okay. said, I could be wrong. Uh, this is just my opinion. So don't take it to heart or come for me. Uh, but I think that uh, African-Americans in California are never going to see a cent. Uh, okay. because for example, you take Kamala Moore, which is like the chairperson of this task force and taking into consideration where this was created, this was created to make sure that Gavin Newsom looks okay. So that he can eventually run for president and kidnap mm -hmm. the black vote. And especially in California where people are fed up with taxes, we're fed up with gas prices. We're fed up with the potholes. We're fed up with the construction and all the BS that's going on in California. We're fed up. So he created this task force to, uh, you know, grab people that were pushing for reparations and had all the arguments that were necessary to bring this forward in the state. And mm. they are- I see, I see what you're going. I see where you're going with yeah. this. As a coincidence, all these people are the board and they're getting this juicy 100,000 dollars salary per year out of taxpayers money as if we can actually afford this stuff yeah you're basically you're basically saying he just made this task for just to have just for them to go around in circles of course look at yeah, this elections it. are now about to happen the primary already happened if i'm not mistaken right so this is election year for gavin newsom so he puts out this stuff uh, yeah. How come in two years, this task force that knows how pressing reparations are for black Americans and what a year of this continuing nonsense uh, puts on a black family. So True. they have not come up with any type of budget. They have not come up with how many, how much cash in reparations they're going to receive. They have not come up with a plan in two years. They have not come up with a plan. They have not come up with a date where they expect to have that payment ready. And they have not come up with a site where people can actually trace back their, their lineage or where they can sign up to receive reparations. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how long is it going to take these people to actually get that done? Well, now they're saying 2023. So that kidnaps the black vote for Gavin Newsom in this re-election campaign. Come again? For another year. Yeah, th this kidnaps the vote, the black yeah. vote for Gavin Newsom again, because now people say if we vote Republican or if we vote for the Green Party or if we vote for the People's Party, they're not going to continue this. And in 2023 is the day when these people are going to have all their shit together. Mm. You see my point? I this is just a point. political move. I see your point. Now, now let me ask you, are you for reparations? Absolutely. Okay. Now, the way I see it is, I see your point and I agree with you because to be honest, I was going to, I was going to take that. I was going to, I was going to take that uh, approach also. Now, since you took it, screw you. Um, now I'm going to take a different, <laughs> I'm going to take a different approach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the way the way I see it, the way I see it is, um, 
I see just like you. They're gonna they're gonna keep on turning this whole thing around until discussion, 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 discussion until until uh, you know until people get just sick and tired of just hearing discussion, rain promises and stuff like that. Um, California, I don't think. To be honest with you, I don't think right now, outside of COVID, outside of you know some of the some of the the droughts that they're going through, forest fires and all this other stuff, I don't think right now California is actually economically viable to start giving out reparations within a year. Um, they're going to, I think, they're going to hold this whole thing along. And have more conversations for the past five years. This is what I think. Um, and it's a good strategy to hold the black vote, like you said, in limbo in the in the Democratic Party. Now, I do feel like this is good, a good conversation starter uh, federally. I do think that Politically, this is going to be something good uh, federally because in California, let's be honest, certain things do, do happen within the state that does open the conversation doors over to, to federal movements. For example, with with the with the whole uh, desegregation of schools, you know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. Uh, so like the like the fourth dose of COVID vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that's it. Uh, but, but, <laughs> no, but that happened really fast. That did happen really fast. I'm not gonna lie. Come on. Um, but but the the thing is that you know California kind of kind of not, not all the time, but it does start with like certain small states. I believe a uh, gay marriage was uh, California was the first state to have gay marriage. Was it California or or was it Oregon? It was something like something like I, I believe it was California or something. But anyway. One of these states. I think it was are, California. Also, the, the decriminalization of uh, marijuana happened. Yeah, that too. So, so California started off, and then federally it, it opens up. So, what I'm saying is, I think this is a good first start, so it could federally be appointed and start talking about it. Because I do see this being a very strategic and good political talking point of presidencies because depending on what president leans to what is going to be very huge with what community they're going to be attracting to you know what i mean um obviously you're going to have certain people that are going to you know be blinded to their own party that's cool but i do feel like this is a good first step what do you think i i honestly don't ever think that um because I just saw Joe Biden talking about uh, reparations. I posted it on my Instagram. Like, yeah. you see the the shift in attitudes when he's demanding the black vote. Like, he feel Democrats at this point, and I'm sorry to get into this point. You guys know I'm neither Democrat or Republican. I'm yeah, for me my either. Yeah, me uh, so, you know, Democrats tend to do, and it's something I have observed in the last eight years. They tend to feel entitled to the black vote yeah you know to the point that they think i'm like who the, who the hell do you think you're talking to yeah you know so you see his demeanor when he's talking to black folks 
during the election campaign of 2020. And then now when they ask him, black people are asking him to serve them as their president. He has this dismissal, almost angry response. Like, I will probably consider it if only if Native Americans are included. I'm like, excuse mm -hmm. me, you exploited a group of people. You committed genocide against them. But because Native Americans just already it. got it. But this they is my thing. This is yeah. my thing. We don't talk about the African-American genocide. It existed. What do you think we lynching was? Yeah. Come on. So you killed these people, committed genocide against them, exploited them for 400 years, and you they're still waiting for their payment. Like imagine if you're working today and you're not getting paid from your job until 400 freaking years later, and we're, think about it. And like, who the hell you think you are? That's why I'm, I'm saying, like, when people were criminalizing the BLM movement, I am so sorry if you did not criminalize when Russians overthrew the czars, if you were not criminalizing the formation of the United States of America by overthrowing and stealing and looting of the, the 13 colonies did that to the king, don't come mm -hmm. at me with this nonsense because change never happens over a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. and, and there's gonna come a point where black folks are going to get tired. They're going to unite to their white counterparts that get it. They're mm -hmm. going to unite with the Latino parts that actually get it. And mm -hmm. we're going to demand change or we're going to kick these people out. Mm -hmm. that's, exactly. that's how it is. You know, it, it, that's what's going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. No, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. Which segs, segues me to the point and the topic of this episode episode 178 you know oh that oh i i grew up in um uh east 178 and east tremont you're um oh my god <laughs> episode no i'm not affiliated with no gangs or radical <laughs> participation okay? no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> uh, episode 178 should latinos get reparations from spain now I, uh, the reason why I said that is because I put out, you know, the reparations post, right? And I said, this is a good, um, this is going to be really good for other immigrant groups to now, uh, see what black Americans are doing and mimic that and ask for reparations from, uh, the, the, the country that abused them. And I said, Latinos should be doing the same thing for Spain. I say that it's a very extremely early discussion now because there's a lot of latinos who ain't even thinking about that or there's a lot of latinos that want to cuck to spain and think that they're spanish themselves you know what i'm saying which would actually hurt this type of conversation so what what, what are your thoughts on that well look um I know a lot of people will say that the reparation talks are just um, whining because that's usually how people that, you know, think that they're very macho and stuff think about reparations. But I'm going to just keep it real. Um, there's only two ways to, you know, when I used to study criminal justice when I was in my early 20s, uh, one of the things that usually you know, especially in the civil specter, um, spectrum of lawyers work with, it's remedy. 
you know, when you cause any type of issue, you know, that be, can be quantified in any form, you have to create a remedy to actually solve that problem. That's what lawyers do. That's what they come in. So there's only two ways to remedy, uh, you know, exploitation. And it's by going and invading and, and enslaving other people and exploit them further or reparations. So if you're not pro reparations from Spain, then I need you to come here as a Latino and tell me which country or which group of people should we go and exploit with nuclear power, military power, and our, you know, inno innovations. So unless you're planning to, because you cannot do it to the U.S., you cannot do it to Russia, you cannot do it to Asia, you cannot do it in Australia, you cannot do it in New Zealand, you cannot do it in, in Ireland. Where are you planning to go, invade, colonize, and exploit? Because, and, and before people come at me for the stupidity, okay, the Greeks exploited the rest of the world, then Romans took over, which is Italians, and exploited everyone, including Spain. Then Spain took notes from them and exploited the new world. Okay, and then Britain took notes and exploited a part of the quote-unquote new world. And then reframed history and changed everything till we are here today. And we never took notes from Spain. We haven't taken notes from the American Empire. And that means we're not even organizing to go and exploit somewhere else. I'm all up for exploiting somewhere else because it's it's a choice. It's a it's a how can I say it? It's a it's a remedy for the problem. However, what's left of the world to be exploited? Nowhere. Nowhere. Let's just keep it real. So, if you're not pro reparations, then you're pro colonization. And there's nowhere to be exploited, there's nowhere to be colonized, there's nothing to be taken from no one right now that can give us back or can give us a certain status to start developing our over-exploited countries. We're not underdeveloped, we're over-exploited. Mm. Somebody shared that with me, I think it was Rakim, like during this week, we're over-exploited. And I'm like, that's so true, because <laughs> we're so resourceful. Mm. So when Latinos come and say, you know, and start defending Spain and, and, and you know, trying to cape for them and all that stuff, saying that, oh, like, I don't whine, I don't need reparations and whatnot. Well, a debt was created and a remedy is needed. So mm. uh, you the, better have a yeah. plan to go well, call What I more. say, what I say is we definitely, we definitely need to have the conversation about reparations um, in the Latino sector is because let's be honest, we had the wealth they stole the wealth they built spain up from the robbery of our gold they did not have all those jewels crowns and economic development the way they did if it wasn't for robbed resources and labor they literally took the things that made our people great and took it for themselves and built Spain up. Even though compared, comparing Spain to any other European country, they're not in the top 10. 
you know, but well, they're a top 10, but they're not in the top five. But economically speaking, let's be honest, they're they're pretty much up there. They they're economically okay. Our countries are not. Let's be let's be let's be a hundred percent honest. The majority of our our countries rely on tourist money. The majority of our country. There's no real big exploits or you know um, shipments of goods coming from our countries in the in a huge uh, you know mass that is going to make an economic dent to what Europe has. You know. So this is the reason why I'm saying that this is a good first step for black Americans to actually show us how to actually go about getting reparations from our oppressors, which is Spain. This but has that's been, why this has been a conversation. But you think, the, wait, hold up. This has been a conversation happening in the black community for a long time. And this has not been a conversation, neither, neither a whisper in the Latin community as a whole at all. And I believe that we should start actually talking about it. Go ahead. Yeah, we, we should. But at the same time, look, I don't know if you kept up with um, AMLO and when he demanded when he demanded an apology, like the apology that he had with the indigenous sector of Mexico. For all the stuff that you know, Mexican presidents, former presidents, and stuff put them through. Uh, you know, I think it was like a specific tribe that they put through like hell and denied them a lot of things and exploited a lot. So he apologized to them, but then he also asked the king of Spain to apologize for all the atrocities that they did to uh, the indigenous sector in and Mexico. They said, and they said, and they said a big fat no. Yeah, it's a big fat no. It was like, well, so, we, so we didn't do you. anything. We didn't do nothing. I'm like, what? You really think that the I didn't do anything? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I don't think we will ever get this done. And if we insert ourselves in this uh, demanding reparations, it will just make the United States not give reparations even more to black americans if they were even considering it it's gonna be like baba because they yeah. look the biggest proof that the united states uh their friends are also imperialistic little shits is the fact that for example look at cuba look at puerto rico when you look at the stuff that we are taught and the people that have governed us under the united states rule it's pure Spaniards, to the point that even our national anthem that we had got replaced with an, an anthem that glorifies Spaniards invading the island, but it makes it so beautiful to think that Christopher Columbus discovered this with all of his, you know, chips and all this stuff from Spain. Yeah. So why would the United States put that in our history books and allow our anthem to be a glorification of Spaniards? That makes no freaking sense unless no. they are in bed with imperialistic little chance no. so it's not gonna happen i'm just i'm just telling yeah. you how it is it's yeah. not gonna happen unless we make it happen yeah and, that's the, and, make and it that's happen. the thing and that's the thing we have to make it happen that's my whole point that we have to actually start having these type of conversations uh mexicans cubans puerto ricans dominicans we you know all type if you're a latino i believe that we need to come together and actually start having these type of conversation you know and, Absolutely. 
and just just saying just saying oh no reparations uh, that's just a black thing or whatever the case is which is it, it's idiotic it's insane Insane yeah, because we, we're thought that if we deny a problem that happened, uh, then we're stronger. That's what we're yeah. talking because we're and, still and, under and that. Not... Right. No, you're absolutely right. We go along to get along. That Latinos in this in this country, we are we're I don't know why, but we like to ignore issues. It's like, ah, oh, it's whatever. No, it's not whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, other, just, other, just... Other, other groups, other groups band together and actually have their voices heard when we try to do that and finally we try to do that only six people show up you know what i'm saying and we have the the gall to complain about black folks get out of here they know what they're doing that's that's what i'm saying it's it's something that look right this is the whole reason why I've been saying for the longest time, we need to organize. And in order for us to organize, we have to start segregating parts of black America, mm-hmm. you know? And, and when, when I keep saying this stuff, people think I am insane, but even break indigenous, it, break it down. Mm-hmm. for example, I've said plenty of times, I think Latin America should be divided in three. We have North and Central Americans that are Latinos to band together, which is Mexico and Central America band together and form like a little unit. Uh, Caribbean Latinos form your little unit and South American Latinos form your little unit. That doesn't mean we're gonna hate each other. That means that we're gonna be more organized because we're more alike than we're different when we're in proximity. And I don't know why people are so retarded when I say these things because if Mayans, Aztecas, Tainos, Arawakans, and Incas understood this stuff, and they divided in tribes in that specific order. Why, and I'm sorry I'm gonna curse out, but why the fuck cannot we get it? We can't fucking get it now in modern times. They understood that they needed to segregate in those specific groups of tribes. That's how they were divided. And they prospered that way. They had amazing cities and amazing freaking technology that is still being used today. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then when I say it, I'm divisive. Take it back to your ancestry then. Not with me. Mm. I think that's the best way for us to even consider having a chance at military power and an economic power and also at reparations. We need to organize in little groups first and then assign delegates to then come together and then it's just start itemizing demands. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm. Mm. Damn, I can't. I don't think I could beat that. It, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and it, right. it makes sense. It makes sense. You're right. Um, but listen, um, Denise, thank you very much for coming in here. A uh, round of applause for Denise. Woo! Even the dogs are clapping. Yeah, everything. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, thank you very much for being here. Um, if you guys want to follow Denise, link down below. Um, with that being said. Catch y'all later. Peace.